Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Tyshar Manetherin, a Wheel of Time podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Will. And we're uh, happy to be back today giving a little show update. Things have happened. We thought we'd let you guys know. This is a um, show where we're discussing the TV show, so everything's sort of fair game. Spoilers are all on the table. So if any of y'all out there have not finished the book series and really want to avoid any spoilers, tune out now and we'll, we'll catch back up with you. Yeah, next time. Yeah, and on that note, on the next time note, uh, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. We've been doing this for over a year. That, yeah. Uh, that time's fun when you're having flies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I think you made that joke when I pointed it out to you back in June. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I'm keeping it. I like it. I'm all about it, you know. But yeah, so, you know, on that note, we wanted to kind of let everyone know both Will and I are kind of in kind of a crazy times of life right now. Uh, a lot going on outside of the world of Wheel of Time. <laughs> if you can believe it, there is a world outside of there the Wheel is. of Time. There is. There are many worlds. This is one of them. We are, uh, we are still loving this podcast. I am, you know, I definitely yes, could say absolutely, it's, it's a good yeah. time, but it, it is time consuming. Uh, so this is, this is where we say we might have to take a little step back, just a little yeah. break, just for August, possibly. We don't know exactly when we'll be back. Um, right. Probably sometime in September, mid-September. But we appreciate it. Everybody's sort of understanding. We we like to get these out, you know, at a regular timely interval. We just kind of are in a place where we need to kind of take a little bit of time and recalibrate, and then we'll get back to it. Right. We started doing one podcast every other week, and we've been we podcasting weekly since last November. And I think we've only taken off one week actually since then crazy so yeah um need a little break to focus on some work and family stuff for a bit we will return probably with a show update episode i'm i'm thinking like maybe the 14th of september or thereabouts but no promises we'll see uh but we're we're gonna we're gonna be back uh, yeah, we, yeah. Like, like sam said i've really enjoyed this this has been a great escape but we've also kind of said from the beginning of it that it is it uh it is a hobby so right. we're <laughs> we gotta be willing to take a step back uh -huh. every every once in a while so we'll be back in the meantime uh we still have this episode so let's enjoy the moment mm -hmm. <laughs> we do have some official news not not a ton it's it's you know we're kind of in a in a bit of a dry season with all this COVID-19 business and mm -hmm. But we, we did get some things confirmed. So last month we mentioned, for example, that Darren Clark was rumored to be playing Basil Gill. And um, just, I noticed in my notes, I put Basil Kill. <laughs> Kill, Basil Kill. <laughs> Basil Kill. And a I know, typo there. Will, I know how you feel about me correcting your typos. And that one needs to stand. That That's, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, just a couple of weeks after we, we said um, that they did announce that indeed he would be playing Basil Gill, not to be confused with Basil Kill, his murdery cousin. Mm -hmm. Same with Jennifer K. Preston, who will be playing Mistress Grinwell. That was rumored also, and it is now confirmed. A new bit of info with that, her husband will be played by Pasha Bukhari. A, who's a London native, but he fits the multiracial look that they're kind of going for. Uh, he'll be playing Master Grinwell, but still baffling. Yeah, yeah. Is <laughs> the official announcement that Izuka Hoyle will be playing Dana. Right. Just, just Dana. Just Dana. <laughs> like, 
Madonna, Medina. Yeah, that is strange. An official announcement. Hmm. Yeah. One theory that somebody put out on Reddit that I think is kind of interesting. And of course, who knows? She may just be a, a random person that shows up for an episode that sure, doesn't sure. really somebody, matter. Somebody that dies, a red shirt kind of thing. Right, exactly. But one theory that I thought was interesting was the idea that this is a gender swapped Dane Bornhall. <laughs> I like that. You know, actually, I, I think I would take that one step further and just say it's Dane Bornhall, not gender swapped, but with the name Dana. And just that yeah. explains why he's so angry all the time and just kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Every Everybody's mistaking him for a woman yeah, all the yeah. time. Boy named Sue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe maybe that's it. Yeah, I, I mean, I do think it's interesting. I, I as I thought about it, I was like, you know, of of the characters that you're probably not going to piss people off with gender swapping, that's probably one of the few that you could get away with. With, I mean, like, there's always going to be people angry, no matter what. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't. I doubt that there's just like a ton of people who are super passionate about Dane Bornhold. Yeah. Or it could just be Dina and they just decided Dina is like a weird name to say or just like, yeah, yeah, that that's that's a Rafe asserting his creative rights. Yeah, (laughs) I'm changing the E to an A. Dang it. There you go. Maybe. Exactly. Or as we said, it could be a red shirt. Who knows? Um, We will find out. We have done, I think, all the speculating we possibly can. (laughs) Wild speculating. Yes. The last bit of official casting news from this past month was that, um, as we predicted, Daryl McCormack is playing Aram, 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 whatever, the sword-bearing tinker. Mm -hmm. Um, While an actor named Narander uh, Samra is playing Rayan, the the head tinker um, of the tribe that we meet in Eye of the World, and again later when Perrin returns to the Two Rivers, um, he's also Aram's grandfather, then, and and this took us both by surprise. Yeah, this is crazy. Sam texted me and he was like, what the heck? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Maria Doyle Kennedy is playing Isla, Aaron's grandmother. And, and it, it's just, it seems a little odd. Yeah, um, such horsepower for such a right. random minor character. Yeah, and in, in, in the books, I mean, she's in you know several scenes but yeah. she's and and the scene she she has kind of an important role in giving us the the tinker reaction sure, to yeah. her picking kind of, up the sword you know well one thing i thought about with this is it reminds me of oh, crud i can't remember there's a guy from deadwood who has a cameo cameo in game of thrones a big name it's a name yeah me at the moment but it could be like that like okay you get this big name you're like okay well i need to find a way to fit her in the schedule but she doesn't have a lot of time so let's let's give this Give this one scene a little bit more punch, maybe. There you go. You know, something like that. Yeah. And I mean, and that may just be it. Right, right. We, we can hope. I would hope that they're not trying to like dial this character up to being like a really central exactly. part of the story. It'd be hard exactly. to picture how they could really. Right. That was that was my first reaction. Like, oh, geez, I hope. I mean, like. I'd rather have a really good character actor on a small part than taking a small part and trying to make it into mm. a bigger part. Amen. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I'm hoping for this. Although I would have loved to have seen her as Varen, as we were talking about mm. last time. Definitely. Once again, we had we had uh, we had speculated a lot, and um, I was wrong in all my speculations. So um, this uh, this speculation been right in others. <laughs> yes. 
here, this bit of news is fairly official, though it didn't come from the Watt on Prime account. Roseman Pike did an interview with New Zealand Radio, ostensibly about her oh, marine Curie thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Radioactive, the set to be released sometime soon. I don't know if they're going to do a digital release now or right. what. But you just sort of figure when these things happen, like you know, Amazon or Disney or whatever is like, we're just going to kind of sign you for a bundle of things, and while while you're right. at it. <laughs> Right, exactly. Oh, we're negotiating. Let's make a movie too. Yeah. But uh, in that interview, she says that they have a date for returning in September. She said it's tentative, but they do have a date for returning to work in September. That's all she said about it. All right. So they at least have That's a tentative nice. schedule. Yeah. Right, right. May I just say yeah. that Rosamund Pike is much more attractive than Mary Curie was. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you actually look up, yeah, the they they the makeup on that, I think there's a video on her maybe Instagram where she shows her going into the makeup trailer and coming out of the makeup trailer uh -huh. for playing her, particularly in the latter scenes when she's older. Yeah. Um it's some impressive makeup work Heck there. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. I'd be curious to see. I feel like that's kind of a they're they're going for an Oscar bid with that one. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. We'll see. By the way, there's probably a good chance that we'll get some news this week or in like next week or something. <laughs> probably like tomorrow. Of um, course. Or the or the day this goes up. When you know, right, right, right. And then and then we'll just be behind the eight ball. So if you're listening to this going, why didn't they comment on that? It's like that's because we recorded this a day or two ago. Uh -huh. And we're getting it out late, as you can tell already, because we're recording it late. So so I guess that's just the way it goes. But oh, yeah. uh, move, moving on to unofficial news. This one is just like the last bit was kind of unofficial official. This is official unofficial. All right. <laughs> Because it's Rafe who posted it, but he posted an image from the Alps, as did Taylor Napier, who is both Rafe's significant other and will be playing one of Alana's warders. Hey, do you do you smell that, Sam? Do you do you smell that? I think <laughs> um, is that that smells like nepotism. I'm I mean, sure he was very qualified for that. Anyway, <laughs> um, actually, I I say that and and Taylor Napier, I'm totally on his side because he follows us on Instagram. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I very much doubt that he's listening, but if so, hey, man, you want to do an interview? <laughs> we would love it. That would be fun. They're both in the Alps last week, as posted on our Instagram page. We, we reposted that. I assume these are the Alps in Europe and not like the Alps in like Hoboken. <laughs> right. <laughs> or some other place. Mm -hmm. It would seem to indicate that they have successfully made it back to Europe. And despite whatever travel bans are in place. And yeah, yeah, other... here, Europe really doesn't want Americans around <laughs> right. a lot right now. It's like, exactly. Maybe they got a preemptive COVID-19 test. Like, we're good. We promise. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it does mean we're closer to resuming filming and uh, wrapping up those last couple of episodes. So mm -hmm. I do feel the need to bring this bit up, though, because last Last time I mentioned that the Czech Republic was doing good on their COVID numbers at that time. Yeah. And they're not doing as good as they were. Oh, <laughs> um, man. While the total number of active cases is just over 4,100, which really isn't bad at Those all. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still, still fewer than the total number of, of cases in the town where I live. They've had more new cases in July than they did in May or June. Yeah. However, the death toll is at an all-time low, so 
they seem to be keeping it under control. And of course, as you know, a lot of people will point out, it's always possible that some of those shake out due to increased testing and it's vitamin D, uh, man. At least according yeah. to Joe Rogan, you know, yeah. <laughs> trusted medical professional Joe Rogan. I saw a tweet a while back about Joe Rogan where somebody said, hey, back in my day, we didn't need Joe Rogan. Everybody just um, had a, a friend who with, had an older brother that still lived at home that, you know, smoked a bunch of weed and, <laughs> right. and had a room little nicely and, for that. Yeah. And uh, it had a room. <laughs> with black lights and classic rock posters and told you that Mayans invented cell phones and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, that and, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, um, I've got, I've got a good friend of mine who's really into Joe Rogan and he'll, he'll play him every now and then when I'm around. It's and, entertaining. I mean, I, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I love it, but it's just like, I happened to tune into this one episode and he had this lady on, who was talking about how vitamin D is the reason why people don't die of COVID-19. Like, buddy, you're not helping anybody out by saying that. I, I take vitamin D. And yeah, I no, I, it, so I love it. I, I, you know, I definitely I, uh, take a multivitamin, I, but the idea that, someone is going to stop them, protect themselves from COVID-19 by <laughs> taking a multivitamin is I, I, not I, good info. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure it's completely, that's based off of peer reviewed science and stuff like that. <laughs> mm. So I don't know what those numbers will mean for filming. Sure, sure. Um, I'm sure they're, you know, that's a big part of the Czech Republic's economy. I'm sure they're motivated right. to make it work, you know, kind of like the NBA and, and the, was it in NHL hockey playing in July? Like, yeah. Oh my goodness. Like, first yeah. Time ever we're playing an NHL game in July. And so weird. So weird. Hopefully they can shoot, but still be safe. All about it. Yeah. We might see some like, like in cannon masks, like, try to find yeah. it. And like, Hey, it's Machin Shin, man. We're <laughs> keeping yeah. it out. Mashadar, whichever one. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The, either, the, either one, you could probably make an argument for demonic fog, wind, and right. Masks. Yeah, you got to wear, so wear it's a, a mask. angry old mask to keep out Machinchen. Yeah, yeah. That that would be kind of funny if like you could tell. I mean, particularly since we're pretty sure they've finished the first like five or six episodes, and so if if um if the if it's like the last three episodes if you just notice like any crowd shots suddenly you look in there and there's like people with yeah with you know bandanas or whatever tied over their faces i saw an article the other day talking about there was like one of the the power rangers was it the sentai super sentai like the japanese version of the power rangers is filming now and it's like this is what filming looks like during COVID 19 and it's like sure enough in the the random extras are wearing masks and like they just kind of move on from it because you know i mean power rangers is sort of contemporary but with but with power rangers so it's like sure we can just assume the power rangers are continued continuing to do their thing during the quarantine pandemic they have their helmet on they're you know they're social distancing except from the <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean that totally works for me i i I'm actually all about it. <laughs> yeah i love the idea that they're still having to fight in the midst of covid19 exactly so maybe. you know they the power rangers are still nita rita repulsa or whoever the heck the bad guy is now <laughs> still right. continuing to operate probably happy about it being coronavirus because she's awful right uh, if i see narg the trollic wearing wearing a mask i will be okay with it <laughs> as, hey as long as narg is in there i was watching a daniel green video which if um if any of you uh, aren't familiar daniel green does fantasy news on youtube i i saw some 
one of the other podcasters, Wheel of Time podcasters, say that he's the only good looking Wheel of Time fan. <laughs> nice. That's which that's why he's able why to he do does YouTube. Video, right. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Which I think the the, the fellow that does uh, Nablus may have been like, hey, what about me? Because he also does a YouTube channel. But it's like, <laughs> OK, yeah, I guess so. Um, sure. Uh, man. If that'll help you sleep at night. <laughs> but uh, whatever. But anyway, Daniel Green on his YouTube channel the other day was kind of, and this may have been a while back, actually, I say it the other day, but I was watching a video the other day in which he was talking about changes he could see being made to the show. And one of the things he mentioned was removing Narg because it's arbitrary. It's the only time a truck talks. It's it doesn't Ooh. make much sense. Controversial words. I know. That's, that's like me I, shooting my mouth off about Joe Rogan, man. We're probably gonna get some hate mail about that. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's okay. Hey, yeah. You know, I as I understand it, one of one of the major staples of our audience is actually the female fans of Wheel of Time because we're not making a bunch of gross jokes all the right. time. And yeah. so, I don't know, maybe maybe we're not talking to a bunch of Joe Rogan fans. Right, right. Um, when he said that, I was like, oh, I don't know, man. I mean, like, you gotta, yeah. you gotta make it happen. Like, I, I, yeah, we all agree. It is sort of a weird moment, but it's an iconic. Right. <laughs> we gotta have it, man. Gotta have it. Yeah. Not no, I, yeah. Narg smart. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, it doesn't have to be a long thing. You no. just have a, you know, it can be a, a moment. momentary, like either like comical slash disturbing sort of right. thing. Like maybe he like maybe Rand takes a step back because the breath is so bad. I don't care. You know, do something yeah. with it. But but we got to have that. Yeah. I mean, like the fact that he talks. Yeah. Not super important. Yeah. However, Robert Jordan might not have been thrilled that he wrote that after the, <laughs> after the fact yeah. either. I mean, yeah, but. But at the same time, the the moment of Rand killing a Trolloc mm-hmm. is very actually important. Yeah. very important. And I think adding, and I think it was somewhat intentional by by Jordan to add the detail of him talking. Sure, sort of so humanize him a little exactly. bit. Exactly. So that, yeah, so that Rand was a little more. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Okay. You you scared him off. Nope. Nope. He's nope. Hey. <laughs> I can literally say the word word squirrel, and my dogs will lose their minds. <laughs> literally the word. Okay, I'm gonna have to put the blinds down. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> He's like, that's right. That's right. That's what I said. He's going to go, he, I bet he'll go to the front door and act like he's protecting of the course. front door. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yep. Got to keep um, all that in there. I insist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Well, we, we're probably going to have uh, a short episode if I don't leave it in there. Mm. You know, the the talking Trolloc actually is supposed to be, as you say, it's kind of humanizes the character mm-hmm. and yeah, gives Rand a bit of a, a moment to have that conflict. of. And I mean, that. cutting it out, like it's not that much content anyway. And if we're already adding things right. back in, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Give us give us Narg. Yeah. And the the Daily Trolloc is is um would be very upset if mm-hmm. uh if if Narg got, got We stand cut, but... with Narg the Trolloc. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Oh, this this was one last little fun bit of unofficial news from Instagram. I posted the screenshot to our Instagram if you want to see it. But Peter Franzen, who is playing a yet to be named warder, posted a photo of himself chopping wood with an axe. And Alvaro Morte, who's playing my favorite false dragon, Loghain, mm-hmm. um, commented on it saying, I always find you holding an axe. And <laughs> and Franzen replied, luckily, this one isn't that close to your talented head. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. So unless they're like going out axe throwing in the evenings, which actually <laughs> I love they, that idea. They totally might be. Mm-hmm. Um, it, which have you have you done it yet? Sam, no, I've not. I would love to. I, I I have done it several times now because we got one here. It's a blast. And I've actually discovered I have a little proclivity towards it. All it's right. like, I mean, that's besides the point. I don't need to, you know, explain. No, I think it's absolutely right on point. Yeah, <laughs> this, but, is, this, is, this is good stuff. I would love to do it. I'm all, I'm all about it. Oh, I know. I, I feel like you would kill it, too. Like it would be right up your alley. If you're ever in town sometime, um, Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I'll, I'll take you axe throwing. I, anyway, I'm guessing that this is all referring to a scene wherein Franzen's unnamed warder threatens a probably shielded Loghain with an axe. Indeed. Indeed. That's I look forward to watching that scene. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> Not it is. Too, yeah, not too much to mine out of it, other than it might be a little hint at one of the scenes added to flesh out Legane's story. Yeah. So um, kind of interesting. I, I genuinely am. Like, the more I think about it, I'm cool with him fleshing out his story some to give us that yeah. good antagonist in season one. Yeah, or it's the idea the, of a good, you know, you know, give us that right, foil, right. that foil, really. Yeah, if foil and yeah, and kind of kind of an antagonist and also kind of yeah you get your redemptive a little bit arc a little bit more that way and i kind of think of it this is a lame comparison but so many people's favorite character in dragon ball z was vegeta and <laughs> right right got that and it's because he was arc. yeah he was the bad guy in the, in, and, he, you know. and he never really like changed his like attitude he just you know, right. he's with the good guys. He married a good guy, you know, a good uh, right. Boma. And, and like, but he still is Vegeta. He's still right. the Saiyan prince and just. Right. Exactly. Cocky and all that. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's kind of people like a guy that starts as a bad guy, but then kind of comes around. Sure. And, you know, I think, well, it's one of the things that people love about Loki, I think, is that he's this. He doesn't exactly totally change. He's still mischievous, still kind of selfish, mm-hmm. but he you feel like at the end of the day he's he, he kind of come back to the right side of things Mar- and marvel's pulling a hat trick and and doing it again with the tv oh, yeah. show because the version of loki we get is the one you right know, in the avengers the end of the avengers movie before he's had his redemptive arc in the movie right exactly yeah so <laughs> well they played, get to, kevin fag well played. yeah yeah very good uh, you get to do it all over again mm-hmm. Not much in the mailbag this month. Uh, I do want to say thanks to Instagram user TimTastic92, who commented that he just discovered the podcast and I love the vibe I get from y'all. Keep it up. Hey, um, heck yeah. Um, want to say thank you. Uh, we do intend to keep it up. <laughs> we do. <laughs> um, and, but after, after, after a brief a break. break right. yeah, we um, will. We will get back to keeping it up. We also had a post on our Facebook page from Facebook user Nathan Shetley. 
He said he finished our Fires of Heaven set, and he loved the line, Lanfear rearranged her vision board and decided to kill Rand. Thanks, Nathan. We appreciate you listening, please. Also from Instagram user, I'm going to say Signe Stewardess. She says, thank you so much for all the work you put into the podcast. Super helpful for a first-time reader who's just incapable of keeping track of all the characters, especially the hordes of Aes Sedai. Thanks for keeping the humor classy and funny. Uh, as a woman who loves fantasy, it is a great time to find a podcast that makes me feel welcome. And we are so glad that you feel welcome, everybody to feel welcome to our podcast. So we're especially glad that I think I said earlier, we're seeing a, um, a lot of feedback from uh, female fans saying that they appreciate our podcast. And so thank you very much for listening. I also want to say thanks to the handful of you guys who bought the TSM mask to support the Equal Justice Initiative. It wasn't exactly a roaring success, but we did sell 10 masks and got a few people to donate some extra money to EJI, which you can still do, by the way, if any time, if you want to. It's much, much better than nothing. We appreciate you guys taking advantage of that. Last month on our Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, we asked the question of our listeners, should we go back and redo Eye of the World, since we didn't really do much with mm-hmm. it the first time? Right. Or should we just head on into the slog? And you guys overwhelmingly said to slog forth. <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, love it. Love it. We did ha- we did have a few more people comment that they would like to hear us go back and redo the first couple of books, but mostly people want us to do the slog. So Sam, what do you what do you think we should do? You no, know, I am really excited about the slog. I don't know why. I think there's there is value in in redoing those early ones, especially before the show comes out. Having said that, we do have a while till the show comes out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wouldn't mind diving into the slog. Right. That's and, uh, I will say there was never any danger of us not doing the slog. I think. Oh some yeah, people no, were no, like, of course, of course, yeah. Yeah, I think some people were like, "Oh, you can't leave out the slog," and I don't know. We weren't saying we no, were. No, we were gonna, you know, detour. <laughs> yeah. So here's what I propose: we go ahead with Crown of Swords after we return. Okay. And that could probably get us through maybe November. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. And then, then maybe after that, we go back to Eye of the World. Sure. And then then we do Path of Daggers, um, which I contend might be the sloggiest book mm, of the slog. Yeah, that's a fair that or Winter's Heart, man. I don't know. <laughs> uh, at least Winter's Heart has like Winter's Heart ends with if something I'm happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The with uh, is, get, is that when he gets Fael back? I think the Winter's Heart ends with the cleansing of Sidene, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, that makes sense if Crossroads Twilight would be the next one. Yeah, in the next one, yeah. yeah okay, then that makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. So at least it it has a big ending. Then then maybe maybe we go back and redo The Great Hunt as well. Um we did we did spend a little more time We did okay at The Great Hunt. I, I think in most mostly in The Great Hunt's case it'd be audio quality. I mean, I feel like Yeah. We, that's I feel true. like we did the book justice, really. Um we'll see how we feel at that point. I wouldn't mind cuz we we didn't go into the detail that we're going into now. True. true. Um and so I don't know, just because we it's it seems pretty likely that season one is going to cover at least some of the great hunt. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, it would sure. it might be kind of fun to go back through it one more time. But 
I'm up for whatever. But for the time being, we are going to head into the the first book of the slog, Crown of Swords, which I think uh, some people don't even think is in the slog. I think it is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think we were we were edging into the slog <laughs> aside yeah. from as well. I, well, there was there were definitely moments of slogginess in Lord of Chaos. Yeah. So we, you and I have talked a little bit about this plans for how we're going to handle the slog, maybe just a, a little differently. We're going to be doing as we have been doing mm -hmm. the past several books where we provide a fairly, you know, somewhat detailed summary yeah. uh, for uh, people who want to be reminded of the books because folks have commented how they appreciate that and, and that that's kind of helpful as we're heading into the TV I will, show. To I get will try to minimize it, but I guarantee you I will gripe about things being sloggy. Yes. <laughs> it yeah. will probably get old, so I'll try to like be aware of that and, and, and not, but right, there's yeah. just no avoiding it. Like So but one of the things that I know we we have talked about is wanting to provide kind of an extra service. And then that is if you're like me, you probably have some friends who are are reading the books or trying to get into the books right now. Yeah. And so 15 books can feel pretty intimidating. Plus, if you're honest with them about it, you're going to say, and hey, by the way, there are these four books that are kind of, uh -huh. Uh -huh. you know, you, you hit in the latter half that kind of a slump. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have friends that literally stopped in the middle of the slog. And it's like, right. Man, I understand why you did. But if you could just could have powered right. through, you yeah. so much goodness. Ugh. Right. And so we're going to try to help with that. So we're going to be re recapping those books, but also doing it in such a way that may maybe, and I know this is going to be sacrilegious to some people that are just like super diehard fans, but whatever. We, we know some of the slog is pretty rough. Drawn um, out, really. We're going to um, be recapping, but also recommending what chapters you can read and what chapters you can get away with skimming. Mm -hmm. uh, and so if... If a person chose to, they could listen to our summary and then maybe we when we say, hey, like, here's a chapter that you're definitely going to want to read. Yeah, they could good stuff. And, and this know. is a chapter that can be summed up, uh, summed up in a paragraph and we will do right. so. <laughs> yeah. Maybe then, go read you know, the wiki summary in case, just in case. Yeah, exactly. And so that way, if somebody if, if you have a friend who is, you know, enjoying the books, but maybe, you know, they're just kind of trying to get through their first read through, we could kind of provide that as a service. Hey, we understand a lot of folks really are diehard fans and want to read everything. And maybe after they listen, they might go back and all the way through the slog. But if you're just trying to kind of get them to the other side so they can enjoy that that climax at the end, we're, we're going to try to help out with that. Um, I think it's so, a great idea. That'd be fun. So uh, we'll be starting that with the Crown of Swords probably sometime in September. All right. Well, um, everybody, thank you for joining us. We love you guys. You're awesome. As usual. If you visit our website, you'll find a contact form. Fill it out if you have any questions, critiques. If you want to yell at me for bashing on Joe Rogan, I would love to hear it. <laughs> we'll bring it up in, in the future episode. If you have opinions on pronunciation. Yes, um, yes. We always, always want to hear those. Um, <laughs> I, I'm trying to do better. Listening to the audiobooks helps, although not always. Yeah, the audiobooks can go back and forth. They can, uh, they can. And and having read these in high school and had all kinds of arcane pronunciations in my head for every character just about other than Rand, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it has been an up, up, uphill battle for sure. Wherever you get your podcast, please go give us a review rating. Always helpful. Get the word out. As a reminder, final note, we are going to take a little time off, but we will see you guys sometime in September. So until next time, 
Tyshar Manetherin. <laughs>